Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, Ted Lasso season 2 is over, and I am very sad. Oh. I got what I think is a very cute cover-up for my pool party weekend, and when I showed it to my mom, she said, "Oh, what a nice tablecloth." <laughs> My cat threw up in my bed before I'd made the bed this morning. And you really got to love that kind of emergency laundry. Ah, oh, yeah. Heaven, thy name is a Sonicare electric toothbrush replacement head. Am I right? Very poetic, Heather. Have such a good day. Hello world, welcome to Have Such a Good Day, the show that wants you to do exactly that and not a minute too soon. <laughs> Episode 120, yo. Yeah. How about that? God. A hun- a- 120, Heather. 120. I'm like, I, I can't, can't believe it. All- <laughs> I-, I need like a massive hard drive for all of our shows now. It's like I need a terabyte or something. <laughs> It's a lot of shows. It's a lot, lot of, of shows. Content. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you don't have to save the project files. I mean, once they're MP3s, yeah. That I actually have the same problem for anybody who does any. Well, video would be a whole another beast, um, and yes. it has been on our show before. But even for audio podcasting, it's like you've got a project file. It's big, you know. It's multiple yeah. gigs, and then you know when you compress it to an MP3 and and mm-hmm. and send it out to the world, it's much smaller than that. But you still, you know, you really have to be vigilant about like, okay, where are my files? What's happening? Uh, I have no, is it taking up? No more iCloud space. Yeah, exactly. The iCloud thing. Oh my God. Let's not even, don't even get me started. That and like the drive space and just all the space. I mean, you got to rent out all the space. It's, uh, well, and I'm, I'm very, you know, when I work for other people, you know, when I have, sort of like podcast contract stuff which I do Mm um I I'm always freaked out that for some reason someone's gonna want access to that project file or I'll have to get access to that project file to change something and so yeah I've got like these external drives where it's like you know I have like my little like chicken scratch on masking tape you know (laughs) labeling them you know just so I can keep them straight and it, it it and the thing is is like no one, this has never happened. No one has ever mm-hmm. been like, hey, 
can you go can you go, you go back, back to and, episode seven <laughs> yeah and and we need the project file like most of my clients don't have any idea what I'm doing or how yeah. I arrive at a final episode you know they, they don't know but I still feel like yeah I feel I really thinking, weird if I don't have them yeah like even just the raw files like what if we wanted to make a compilation uh, it's it's sort of like I think maybe coming from traditional television like you and me working with yeah. like beta beta cam tapes and just like everything being in a library like you know like I an mean actual... it wasn't that long ago that I just threw out all the beta cam oh, yeah. Yeah, that I had saved over the years and I mean this was my own work I had saved them because I'm like well it's like proof of my work but yeah, it's exactly. like it's not in a real online anywhere I'm not gonna bother doing it it's also uh -uh. so so outdated that it's like am I really showcasing my work from 1998 no, and people don't know it's like you kind of just yeah you sort of go like here's what I'm doing lately and I have lots of experience bye but I, exactly, but I got to tell you, like, I, I write down, like, the projects I've done, even just, like, for me to remember, because I remember one time I had like, this, like, eureka moment, and I was like, oh, my God, I interviewed Beastie Boys. Like, remember when we interviewed Beastie Boys, and I completely forgot at oh, Sundance. Oh, yeah, and Sundance. And it was, that like, was we were in that year. Yeah, and yeah. we were like in the snow, and it was just like those are the things that I would maybe like, I, I want to remember that, you know. So like, I have to write this stuff down like you know that I interviewed Sonic Youth like that was one of my first field shoots you know at the Hollywood Guitar Center and it's like oh my I, like I completely forgot I did that so uh, mm -hmm. recently I actually wrote a list of just like all the wacky random like segments that I did just because they were really exciting at the time um, but you know you gotta you gotta help your memory out you know <laughs> you gotta keep lists but Sarah it's getting nippy out uh, at least for me in NorCal. And this is the show that unpacks the absurdity of everyday life for your entertainment. We hope <laughs> whether we you're all in this together, whether you like it or not, how is everybody doing today, this week, this month? We love ya. Well, well, it's, it's uh yeah, we do. Um, <laughs> I like how you preface that with like, listen, it's getting cold, but <laughs> we hope you're okay. Uh, I, <laughs> It, it's actually getting it's straight it's really weird so we've had a very hot summer here mm -hmm. in uh in sonoma county california i mean it's just been i mean for months now it's 80s or 90s uh mm -hmm. and sometimes worse uh and i'm anything over 80 degrees well okay let's call it 85 it can still be nice but anything mm -hmm. over that is like you're sweaty you're hot nah, don't like it um and mm -hmm. There's a lot of things to love about summer, but I do, you know, and you, you and I have talked about it a lot. You know, the weather changing is is kind of fun, but it it changed around here pretty dramatically. And we're yeah. into October now, and uh, October is my birthday month, and that has no bearing on this conversation. But I, <laughs> over my entire life, it's always because you know I I grew up in the neighborhood I live in now. It's mm -hmm. always been right around my birthday is when it starts to rain. Because it hasn't rained, you know. Mm -hmm. um, it's just it kind of California weather doesn't. It's a little bit different for you, Heather, because you're nor north of me. But mm -hmm. most of California can pretty much put away the umbrella from April to October, and <laughs> so it's not bizarre that the weather's changing. But it had, you know, had been so hot until mm -hmm. a week ago, not even a week ago, and. You know, you, I look at my weather app on my iPhone and I'm like, whoa, that's a dramatic drop. Like, what? Like, high 60s? That's mm -hmm. crazy. Um, and 
I'm not complaining because I'm cool. I'm cool with layer weather, but uh, mm. but it has, you know, it's dipping to the 40s overnight. Um, yeah. it gets it gets colder at night here over the winter. You know, it'll dip into the 30s, but uh, that makes my morning walks with my dog extremely brisk. Um, yeah, and very. if if we go to the park in the morning, you know, and there's dew all over the grass, it's like it's really cold. Yeah, and wet. Like I need my galoshes and. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's fine. It's uh, whatever. I've done it before, but it's uh it, it kind of happened overnight. Mm-hmm. It did. It did up here too. And everyone's like, it's like the total like water cooler conversation right now up here is like, did you hear it's going to be a really wet winter? And I'm like, well, where did you hear that? Like, you know, meteorology is hard <laughs> yeah. to determine that far down the road. But apparently, it's like a El Nino year, and I'm just like bracing myself because everybody and their mom is telling me it's going to be a cold winter. It's going to be a doozy. And I'm like, great. <laughs> you know? So I yeah. guess I'm trying to brace myself, but I got my galoshes out and we did have a, a heavy rain day, but it, it didn't last that long. You know, it's, it always says, oh, it's going to rain for days, but it doesn't. And we've had like some beautiful sunny days. Like, you know, the sun comes up right away. Um, no clouds, no fog, but definitely brisk, you know, definitely nippy. Um, but, uh, but I like it. It's nice. And, um, I just, the, the, uh, local film commission just sent me a hoodie, a big, thick, nice hoodie. Uh, and it's perfect timing for this weather because it's super cozy. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, it's funny. I, I have this, um, what do you call it? They call it a split something unit where it's like heat and AC, you know, yeah. kind of mm-hmm. in your wall split split something i don't know i'm not good at electrician things but uh what i what i do is i just i really just like set it to like 74 right Mm -hmm. and so if it's super hot because my house is not well insulated because i live in a cabin and there's Mm -hmm. like cracks in the windows lots of windows yeah i mean it's just it's just you you just you got to be on top of it uh and and when it's hot you know 74 I mean the AC is running all day and it kind of just I rarely change the temperature because I'm like yeah it's just it's just a nice temp in here Mm -hmm. and I sort of have to write it a little bit because you know heat rises and my ceilings are really high so I know that there's a lot of heat that's just kind of hanging out above me Mm -hmm. anyway uh I haven't really thought about heat too much lately but I've been noticing that my little unit, you know, and also it's hard to it's hard to describe if you aren't familiar with one of these, but you can you can like set the vents to be like pointing upward or pointing straight or pointing down, and then you, there's sort of like a back and forth motion where it's like if you're trying to spread heat or cool across the house better, you know, it's pointing to the left and then it slowly moves over to the right. And it actually does work. You know, it's, it's sort of a fan on a fan type of action. Mm -hmm. But when it's heat, the, the, um, the little, uh, um, what are they? The blinds, they're turning down, you know, because you want to put, put the heat down as low as possible because you know, it's going to rise. But when it's, when it's AC, it's just straight because the mm-hmm. AC is going to fall because it's cold. Yay, science. And so, you know, just just in a pinch, you know, I can look at it right now. Like, I'm looking at it, and it's pointing down. So I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, okay, so it's heat because mm-hmm. I have it on auto. Like, hey, just make it 74 in here, whether it's the air or it's the heat. Just I want to be comfy, you know, not mm-hmm. too hot, not too cold. And it is 
been even overnight, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I got to I got to remember to like when I'm under a bunch of covers, like I don't need the house to be heated to 74. I mean, it's kind of a but waste. Doesn't your right? nose get cold? I like a, I like a cold nose. I like you a do. cold face. Oh, yeah. Huh. I even I even I mean, we'll see. I mean, probably not if it's like storming or something, but I, I have a window right next to the side of the bed that I prefer and I always have it open overnight. I like I like cold air in my face and then the mm-hmm. rest of me to be really toasty under the covers. <laughs> I That's, don't like the cold it's, nose, it's like though. it's it's like my it's like my version of camping. I I <laughs> I, I really like, I do. I I don't know why exactly and I kind of like Sometimes I'm wearing an eye mask. Sometimes I don't. Uh-huh. But, you know, if I'm not, like, the covers are kind of over my eyes and around my ears. But I like I like the, the rest of my face, nose and mouth, to be, like, getting blasted with cold air. This is a good thing to know about you, Sarah. I'm, <laughs> I learn new things every day. <laughs> it's actually it's the, that, I mean, it's the issue. I love a hotel room. Don't get me wrong. Even, like, a... Ooh, real nice one, you know, with a oh, fancy yeah. bed and stuff. Uh-huh. But so many hotel rooms, you know, you can't even open the window, right? Because it's like a hazard. And mm. the the air, the air when you're just in the room doing whatever you're doing is, you know, that's easy enough. But it's like the perfect hotel room air overnight is always a struggle for me because I oh, I'll get God, in bed the and then I'll be like mm, no 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 it's not it's right too it's cold too, yeah it's too cold yeah, or it's or it's being kind of noisy or yeah yeah like now that I'm all tucked in I think it needs to be colder because mm-hmm. I'm just only gonna overheat a little bit more once I go to sleep anyway so yeah it's a whole thing I mean thank thankfully those nice hotels have remote controls <laughs> sometimes <laughs> yeah sometimes <laughs> <laughs> haven't been in a hotel lately I. Honestly, don't know. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It's been a minute. I guess when, in this summer I stayed in one. The last yeah. time I hmm. was at a hotel, I think, I think the last time I stayed at a hotel, ridiculously, is January of 2020 when I went to CES in in Las no Vegas. Way. Well, wait, I didn't think... you stay in San Francisco? Was that before or after when you stayed like in the Presidio? No, that was way before because that was when I lived okay. in L.A. That would be the oh, only God. reason I would stay in a hotel, you know. Otherwise, I would have wow. just driven from here. Anyway, yeah. we're we're uh, we're getting into the calendar weeds, but uh, yeah, I guess I I'm I'm due to go to a hotel someday. Yes, some, you are sometime soon. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I don't know. We love the weeds. We do, we do. So I had a really a terrible day, but it has a happy ending. Um, okay, good. This week, uh, and this is. For anybody who has been kind of looking, speaking of calendars, looking at their calendar and being like, okay, I've got major surgery pretty soon, which is me right now. Um, in less than two weeks, I'm going to be having my, my cancer surgery, um, and it's, it's a big deal. Um, and I don't want to say I'm like scared, really. I mm-hmm. guess I probably will be. I mean, there's always like a small chance that like, and then Sarah never woke up again kind of thing. But that's not really what I'm focusing on. It's more of just logistics. Mm-hmm. And when I, and this is such a weird story, but hey, why not? <laughs> We're all friends here. But when I initially, you know, found my surgeons and there's there's two main surgeons and they have to work together. And so it's kind of a pain in the ass to 
get them to be like, okay, we both are available on this day at the same time. It's just, it's just how breast cancer is. And that day, you know, ended up being later this month and it was kind of a ways out, you know, when that day was decided, it was about a month out from the time that, you know, I had, you know, the, the treatment options had been laid out. We had a plan. Now it's time to schedule surgery. And I'm like, dang, I got to wait a month, you know? And, you know, the professionals said, listen, I, you know, as far as cancer is concerned, one month, you're not going to like have double cancer, you know, in that time, mm-hmm. you know, this is, this is something that we've caught early. It's, um, these things don't, don't grow rapidly. Um, yeah. you know, don't, don't worry about that too much. And so I was kind of like, well, I guess this is what I'm dealing with. And I guess I can take the better part of a month to just get really Zen in my head and also get a lot of things worked out because not only do I have to take time off work, um, and that affects other people, you know, my mm-hmm. colleagues, you know, have to do some of my stuff and, and, you know, it's just, it, it's not just me being like, oh, I disappeared for a while. It's like, it affects other people. Um, my mom is basically my nurse, <laughs> like 24-hour nurse for a while because I, I need a lot of help at first. I'm going to be pretty immobile. Um, my, my cat and my dog need to be taken care of, and I can't do a lot of that stuff. I can't take my dog on a walk. Like, you've seen my, how big my dog is? Like, it's there's no way. You yeah. know, if he pulled me, I could like... I don't know. I mean, bleed out or something. It's not, it's not happening. Um, and that, you know, that's something that I have to deal with for a while. It's also not free to, you know, board your dog, um, you know, or have even if, well, in my case, a friend of mine is, is, is helping out a lot. Um, but I'm still going to need to have him somewhere after she can't help anymore. And it's just, you know, I need to like vet these people. I'm not just going to drop my dog off somewhere and be like, bye, see you in a month. And, Mm. and then the, you know, I manage an Airbnb here. You all know that well. And (laughs) that means that if there's an emergency, I can't help. I won't even be here. I will not, you know, it's not like I'll be like, oh, let me like hobble over and help you with this or that. It's like, I won't be here and I will not. It will be of no use to you to contact me with, you know, something that you need. I mean, unless it's like a really simple answer. But even then, I'm like, just no, let's let's <laughs> let's let's plan for Sarah not to be bothered for, you know, for a little bit for the first time in years. So <laughs> that's all stuff that is like very precarious. Um, and when I look at, you know, my calendar, it's like, there's always one thing where I'm like, Oh yeah, I still have to do that. I still have to do that. Um, before this happens. So anyway, long story short, I got a note, um, the other day from one of my surgeons who said, Ooh, looks like there's been a little bit of a calendar mix up. I'm paraphrasing, but essentially that's what she was telling me. And I can't, I can't do this for, on the on the day like the day that we have down on the calendar I can't I won't be available I'll be available the following week so like seven days after that and this was a note that I saw after office hours so it was not like I could call anybody back right away and be like whoa what's happening so I kind of just had to sit on it overnight and I was not happy as you can imagine for all the things I laid out just now it's like okay you you might say well, I mean, what's one more week, right? 
Mm-hmm. Well, sure. You know, the sort of my body, my health part of it is kind of sure what's one more week. But it's all the other stuff. And it's all the other people that now need, you know, are are affected sometimes negatively and need to be like in the loop. Um, and then, of course, you know, you have so many kind people who, you know, want to help and want to stop by and want to send a casserole and, you know, all this stuff where I'm just like, dude. This was all very much in stone. And to just be like, oh, we have to push it a week is like not okay with me. And uh, I put my monster pants on and I yelled a lot and I, uh, I got my original date back. So that's all good. And the details, <laughs> there are some more details involved with that, but let's just say that they relented and said, you're right, this was definitely our F up and we're going to go with the original plan. So that, I'm so glad. Yeah, wow. me Hallelujah. too. That is, that is a good thing. Um, I'm, I'm still mad about it, to be clear. You know, I'm still mad that that was even something where I'm like, I had to deal with that for like yeah. a day before it just got handled. And I was really upset and I'm thinking like, Okay, contingency plans here. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, okay, this has to change. This has to change, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, even even my mom, you know, my mom isn't just like, I mean, she's not a 24-hour nurse. She has a life. Yeah. You know, she she, she has, you know, cleared her schedule. And, of course, she'll, she'll clear her schedule for, you know, for me, at, you know, at any point. But it's like, it's just unbelievably, rude isn't even the word mm-hmm. for that. It's like incompetence yeah and when you're when you're kind of like yo surgeon are you okay like i don't like cutting into me like this makes me very uncomfortable you don't know your schedule exactly and and i also you know everybody's human and you know all that stuff i i like this surgeon i've you know met her a handful of times now and and um you know i i felt good about it but it's like okay if the if a surgery date of this magnitude is scheduled a few weeks ago now, that was when it was like, okay, you know, now we're doing like post-op stuff. Like my schedule is like well into November for like post-op stuff because yeah. of this surgery date, you know? If mm-hmm. it was a week later, all those have to change too. And, for, you know, for someone to be like, ooh, looks like a calendar mishap. I'm like, you didn't look at your calendar for three weeks? Like that doesn't. <laughs> seem right like where where were you or whoever's managing your schedule like where were they it doesn't it just doesn't compute so it was it was a sucky situation um and I really feel for anybody who's been through something like this before I've I've had I don't know mild surgeries in the past you know I got my tonsils out when I was Mm -hmm. way younger and uh um you know wisdom teeth Wisdom teeth, sure. I mean, that's even... I don't even know if I was, like, fully asleep. I don't remember. I was so young. But I think you probably were. I, you know, I broke my foot at one point, but I didn't require surgery. I just had to, you know, be on crutches for a while. It's like, I've... You know, I'm not... I'm not a stranger to the hospital experience. Ooh, I did have the brain stuff. I was definitely in the hospital for that. I forgot about that. But I wasn't really under general anesthesia. I was there Mm. for a while. Mm. It's just a... It's a... It's a very surreal thing you know it's also and like right every day yeah. I kind of just want it to be over but it's like it gets scarier as it gets closer to because yeah. um you know I'm I'm not really a baby about pain 
I mean, who knows? I mean, you know, I, I say this now, but it's more of just recovery mm-hmm. um, and and just being so unable to do stuff yeah. physically, you know, for, for a while. Because um, you're so used to being active. I mean, you're a very, like, you know, spunky person and you like to use your body and yeah, you know, you're not used to, like, laying around, you know? And no, I, I, I get I, it. I, I really do like, I mean, sure, it's exercise, but it's like, it's also just like energy, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. I, I like to run around. Um, yeah. I, I, I always have. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, um, it is what it is, but um, <sighs> keep y'all posted. Yeah. I mean, I think um, you're doing all the right things. And I mean, you, you do seem like you're in a pretty good mood, you know, relatively and I think having a positive attitude is super important too and but it is really frustrating when the incompetence because I've had situations like that especially recently not with health stuff stuff with business stuff where people are just making stupid mistakes and it causes you hours out of your day to fix it because they weren't paying attention or they're not doing their job very well you know and I've noticed that a lot lately and I don't know if it's you know, pandemic brain or like, you know, everyone's just like exhausted. I don't know, but more incompetence uh, in, you know, I feel now than ever. Um, Mm. Anyway, so we're all rooting for you and we all love you. And, um, you know, we're going to get you through this. Thanks, Ed. You know, and thanks, everybody. I I know. um, I know it's been kind of like a Sarah, she's so sick, you know, kind of thing for a while. And you know, I, I hope very much that I am better than ever pretty soon. And you know, we probably won't laugh about this <laughs> one day. Not sure mm-hmm. what's funny about it, but uh, but hopefully it will seem like something that's in you know the rearview mirror. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, time just marches on, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, I I definitely. Um, I definitely feel more and more, I don't know what it is. And I've had, it's actually funny. I wanted to shout out my friend, Jill, whose birthday is today, the day that we're recording. And she listens to the show religiously. And she called me the other day and she'll kind of talk to me once a week after we post the show to talk about the show. Like, oh, when you mentioned this or say what she liked or what she thought was funny or whatever, and was basically telling me how much she could relate to this Groundhog Day thing. And so it made me feel less alone that like, literally like every day just passes so fast and I'm going to bed, I'm waking up, I'm brushing my teeth, all this stuff. And I'm like, it's like you were saying, everything does feel very surreal right now. Like it's just, am I just going to wake up from this fever dream? It's so bizarre anyway. So I'm heading out on a big pilgrimage uh, tomorrow actually. And I have to, you know, pack a lot of stuff because I'm going to be gone for a couple weeks and I'm doing a variety of things. Uh, You know, so I have to make sure that I have the right clothing for, these events and that kind of thing. And I'm, I, I kind of feel like I'm just, I'm at the point where I just don't know how to dress up anymore and dress anymore, just out in the world, not at home, but out in the world, like for events with people. And I'm out of practice. We're all out of practice. You know, mm-hmm. all I know for sure is that I'm happy in a matching sweatsuit in a pair of stretchy pants, hoodies, ball cap, all that stuff. Like I just, that's my sort of my, my uniform right now. Um, but to put together like a polished, like head to toe outfit sounds really stressful. And I'm kind of, it's so stupid. It's, it's, it's a silly thing, but it just makes me, you know, I'm like, who do I want to be now? Like, I don't really resonate with a lot of the clothes that I used to wear. You know, I just, I don't really 
think it's me anymore. So I'm like, I don't really know how I've changed or what I want to change into, but I am, I do have a big business meeting and it's going to be over a dinner. And I'm like, I don't really know what to wear. I'm, I'm, I'm probably overthinking it, but I just don't feel comfortable in a blazer anymore. You know, I just, ah, blazers. I just, I, can I wear a matching sweatsuit to this dinner? Probably not. Um, but uh, it yeah, would be just a, like, a statement of sorts. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, maybe like a really high end cute one. But yeah, I just um, I and you know, same with like, you know, do I wear high heels? Like, oh, I feel so funny in high heels. Like I just I've been wearing sneakers for that's all I wear. You know, it's like occasionally maybe I'll put a pair of boots on. But I just it's sort of a funny situation. It's not about the material things. It's more about like, yeah, like who do I want to be now? Like wh what do I feel comfortable in? And and I'm not trying to impress anybody. It's not about that. It's what I feel comfortable in. It's mm -hmm. always my what I wear has always been very personal and I'm not trying to like prove anything to to the world. I just I find it to be a you know, it's an artistic statement. It's it's your personality and I want to feel comfortable. And I'm just curious, I know we've talked about this over the last year because there's been the whole COVID slob chic stuff and the, you know, just wearing yoga pants and wherever you go. And, yeah. you know, I think at some point though, like the other day at the bank, I think it was at the bank or might've been at like a breakfast place. I don't know, it all blurs together. But this guy was wearing flannel, uh, cookie monster pajamas <laughs> and he's like a grown man you know and I'm like I'm like I, I kind of was a little eye really about it because I yeah I'm like a big fan of like sweatsuits or whatever that's different but like wearing your pjs I mean maybe you know, it was and, like, a dare or something who knows I don't know but I was like so ah. I I actually I had something similar happen I had to get gas uh yesterday morning and it was kind of early. Like I had just been uh -huh. from the dog park. So it was like 8 a.m. kind of thing. And <laughs> as I'm pulling in, a woman is walking, you know, into like the gas station store. And she's just fully in a robe and slippers. And like her <laughs> hair is all wild, you know. And, you know, you kind of you just awesome. got Yeah. And I was it's like I don't care. I mean, you're getting stuff at the gas station, right? It's not like you're like parading yourself out, you know, for the whole yeah. world to see. She's probably was just in a hurry or something, you know, mm -hmm. but I'm like, dang. And it was kind of it was kind of a raggedy robe, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. and, and I was like, it, it almost looked like a costume, you know, and I'm Maybe like, Maybe it was. You know it is October. You know, it's true. I, I, I know. I think it was. I think it was just what she was wearing. <laughs> I just got a sense, but it was, I kind of, I was like, I kind of love you for this lady. I know. It's totally amusing. You were just like, I'm not getting out of this. Uh -huh. I need to go to the store at yeah. whatever she was getting at the gas station. I don't know. They doesn't seem like they have a whole lot in there that you would want. I guess some crappy coffee or some, I don't know, candy. I kind of get joy <laughs> from that too. Like I, I remember seeing a girl in a in a bank, like sitting down with a banker. I think I mentioned this on the show a million years ago. She was wearing literally a pajama set, like a full, full set, talking to a banker, like at one of those desks. And I was <laughs> like, this is so unprofessional, but at the same time it made me laugh. So I was like, yeah, I was like, I kind of was annoyed with her, but like also I thought it was great, you know? <laughs> I, I I mean, it also the lines are very blurred. Like I yeah. have some PJs that are sort of, how do I describe them? You know them when you see them. They're, they've got like the little white trim, you know, and they're mm -hmm. navy and there's like a top and yeah. bottom. Like 
that is not something I would wear in public. It's just too pajama. Yeah, I mean, totally. there's no there's no reason to wear those unless you're going to sleep or mm -hmm. just like lounging indoors. Yeah, uh, you know, with a loved one or alone. But uh, I would never wear those outside. If someone did, I would be like, <laughs> okay, you're wearing your pajamas. <laughs> but like, yeah, I wouldn't care. But I also have sweatsuit sets uh, that. You know, they kind of like became popular and, you know, we all stayed home a lot more. So I have a few of them now. And mm -hmm. I got my haircut yesterday and I it was an early uh, appointment and I had kind of rolled out of bed and was like, mm, I'll just wear my sweatsuit. To me, it's indoor pants stuff. But yeah. she was like, that's so cute. You know, because she could tell <laughs> that it was like top and bottom were matching. Like, where'd you get uh -huh. that? I love, I love it. And I'm like, I slept in this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like just FYI, like I'm not feeling super great about my motivation today. But you know, it's it's just it's sort of funny what you can get away with. I know it's like anything goes these days. Like who cares? You know, I just yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was funny the other day. My my gardener came over and um, we were both just complete slobs. Like we didn't brush her hair. We she had like dirt on her. Like. You know, we were going to do some stuff outside, but we both looked at each other and laughed and we're like, look at us. Oh my God. I mean, it was just, it's, uh, I don't know. I'm just glad that you can laugh about it. You know, that's, that's the important thing. Yeah, totally. Um, I agree. And, and, and I do feel for you about even, I, I don't have it, you know, a work event where I'd have to like really, you know, kind of look, you know, professional or think impress. about, think about having a blazer, which I gave all of my blazers to goodwill last year <laughs> good for you i guess it was earlier this year i don't know it was i did a big sweep and i was like blazers come on sarah like who are you kidding you're not wearing them anymore and you haven't for a long time even though i like the look uh just yeah. wasn't you know wasn't working for me anymore but i uh yeah i feel for you i i, I sometimes <laughs> don't know even if like a friend has a barbecue i'm like i mean they don't care if I look like a slob, but I kind of care. Yeah. You know, you want to put in some sort of an effort and sort of read the room too. Exactly. You know, it's like, it's, it's always sucks to be like way overdressed or way underdressed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, but it's really cool. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm going to be packing my car. It's a, it's a big deal because I am going to be gone for a while and I'm doing, I'm, I'm going, I'm ending up at Joshua tree at like this pool weekend. And so I have to have like my bathing suits and like all that crap. And I, I bought uh, like a case of wine for like a handful of us that will be drinking wine. And so, and I went through, my dad has all this like Russian wine because he used to own a winery in the Republic of Georgia. And I finally dug it out. <laughs> that is boxes. a random thing to say. Okay. It is so random. I know it's so random. Yeah. And so, and all these bottles were like, so like, they're so haggard. I mean, they've been in like a cellar for so long and they're like, the labels are peeling off and the wine could be horrible. I don't know, but I'm, I think I'm going to bring some down so that we can like taste some Russian wine. I thought that would be kind of fun. Uh, but who knows? It, they could be like incredible wine. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be like a fun adventure, but definitely you know who cares that the clothing thing is not a dire thing you're going through a lot more uh, uh serious situation and uh you know just keeping uh, well, it i'm just trying to keep it light well you know it's all relative right you it know is. it's like it's like how you know packing for a trip kind of stressful 
uh, getting ready for surgery. Also kind of stressful. Like it's yeah. like, you know, we can't <laughs> control these things. It, no. It's just, it is what it is. I, I wish I was packing for a trip. That sounds great. I guess I'm packing for a trip of sorts. Yeah. <laughs> a, tri- a, tri- a trip where I just have to sit a lot. Uh, but yeah. we'll see. But um, speaking of sitting a lot, one of the things, so October is, I mentioned it's my birthday month uh, and I'm not a huge birthday person. I, I don't, I don't like to be fussed over. Um, uh-huh. You know, I, I, of course, I like kindness and everything, but it's, I get embarrassed about um, making a big deal about myself and the fact that I was born. Um, and that's just me. That's just the way, I, you know, it's, that's me. But October is also my dad's birthday month. Um, he, his birthday is October 8th. And, you know, it always, it, it really affects me a lot less than it used to. You know, the, mm-hmm. the um, you know, my dad passed away in 2004. So there have been many birthdays that have come and gone, you know, where he's not around to celebrate his own birthday. He never really did to begin with. But, um, you know, there, there's sort of that, you know, and going into October is, you know, my dad had died at the end of September. And so that that's sort of, a you know, it's certainly not a thing that I can ignore. And then it just... It just, you know, and I'm not a Halloween person. So, you know, the whole like spooky season is just totally lost on me. I just don't do it. I don't participate. I stopped participating a long time ago. <laughs> and and then you kind of get into the holidays and the holidays are just complicated for lots of people. I don't really have like some like crazy, you know, horrible family thing I have to deal with on the holidays. But there's still some like sometimes just like a little impending dread and I don't know why mm-hmm. you know of just yeah I get oh that because and then the holiday and then it's going to be over and it's next yeah, year is going to be over and then there's yeah. the pressure of the new year I mean there, there's a lot there's, of stuff there's a lot of stuff um but one thing that's great about the month of October even though it's not my favorite month for a variety of reasons is baseball now uh I I'm a baseball fan I I'm a San Francisco Giants fan. That's, you know, that's my team. San Francisco Giants have been very good and then not so good in the, in, you know, the, the, the last few years. And they're really good again. Um, and depending on when you're listening to this, uh, they will even either have won their division series or I don't even want to talk about the, um, the, uh, the alternative, or the division series will still be going on. Um, just, just sort of depends on the day. But that's what's happening as of this recording. And they're playing the LA Dodgers. And that's a big rivalry. And like a division series like this has not happened since like. So I don't know. I could go on and on about baseball, but I won't because I know some people just do not effing care. But the <laughs> San Francisco Giants used to be the New York Giants. And the LA Dodgers used to be the Brooklyn Dodgers. And so way back in the day, the rivalry existed in New York. And mm-hmm. both teams just happened to move out to the West Coast. And they've, you know, both been here for a really long time and, you know, whatever, whatever. But it's like, this is like a historic matchup. Um, and of course, when it's your team, you're like, yay, now I'm excited. You know, I don't mm-hmm. even really care about, you know, division series when it's like some like, I don't know, American League team where I'm like, eh, who cares? I don't care who wins. Um, but I always follow baseball around this time of year because it's exciting. You know, you're 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 marching towards the World Series and then and baseball is such a long season 
And I think that's what puts some people off. It's like, ah, oh, there's just too many games. I'm like, well, you don't have to watch every single one. You know, you kind of, mm-hmm. you follow it as much as you need to, blah, blah, blah. So um, I am excited about hanging out, uh, watching some baseball. And nice. with any luck, uh, my my Giants will 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 win a championship. We'll see. They're, they're, it's looking pretty good right now. Yeah, I, I get that sense. Uh, just, you know, gleaning from, you know, the news stories and stuff. I mean, I'm not a big, like, I play baseball or I used to play baseball. I'm not a big spectator sport person, as most of you already know, because we've talked about this on the show, um, but I totally appreciate it. And then there's a, there's a vibe to it every season that kind of comes around and you get to kind of snuggle up on the couch with some snacks and watch a game and get into it. And, you know, I, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm missing out on that a little bit. Like I, I watched um, hockey for quite a bit um, years back and I got into it. Like I think because I didn't really grow up going to games or I was more like doing the games, like I was very sporty, but um, but I can see the comfort in that for sure. And and uh, maybe maybe I need more of that in my life. But because we're in the scary season, I feel like I am compelled to talk just for a minute or so about why made-for-TV movies, horror movies in particular, are so satisfying for me. And I know some of you out there, <laughs> Jake, Jake, one of our uh, viewers who him and I have been chatting all week, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, talking about what we've been watching. And I don't know if anyone's reading it. This is on the community board, by the way, on Patreon. If you guys want to join, feel free. It's super fun. It's patreon.com slash have such a good day slash community. And it's right at the top uh, and <laughs> just dive right in. It's, uh, it's you know, a <laughs> couple, fil- couple film nerds. But so, um, and I swear, I mean, there's so many things about the 70s and 80s that are so, so much fun to talk about. Those decades, I think, were so special, especially like living through these decades and how, I don't know, I think, you know, with technology, it's really just changed how kids are raised and what they experience in terms of nostalgia. Like, I'm not even really sure. But because technology came so far, like after the 70s and 80s, I feel like those decades were just so, there was just something really special about them because they were still kind of analog. You know, we, life was still somewhat sim- simpler. Uh, I'm just really grateful that I grew up during those decades. I have a deep nostalgia of my childhood because of these made for TV movies. I mean, we were a TV, I was an MTV kid. Me and my sister, uh, I have no idea why we were into horror movies as a kid, as kids, um, but we, oh, kid, we loved kids love the, kids love that stuff. You know, I guess all the so, Friday yeah. the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. movies. I did love that stuff, and I still do. I mean, I watched Christine again last night for like the twelfth time. It's one of my. Favorite. I almost watched Carrie last night. You did? Oh, that was scary. So I, I, I didn't because it was like it was kind of late, and I was like, yeah, I remember that's a scary it. one. It's a scary movie and it was a great book. I mean, it, I, yeah. you know, I already know how it ends, but I'm like, do I do this right now? And then I was like, Oof. Sarah, go to bed. Just go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good choice because I mean, I, Christine, it, it is a scary movie, but I, I, I'm not like so scared of it. I mean, I think Carrie and Cujo scare me more, but like, I just love Christine. It's such a good movie. And like the, the score and I love John Carpenter. I'm a huge John Carpenter fan. Anyway, so the so this whole so when we were kids, we used to you know we had TV like nowadays. I mean, I have streaming. I don't have television. I haven't had cable for so many years. I can't even remember. But there was an eight o'clock scary movie on Channel Two, um, and then there was other channels that would have eight o'clock movies. But I remember specifically Channel Two, and 
I I remember my mom kind of let us watch whatever we wanted. We were we were like I don't know, like not even teenagers yet, and we were watching like pretty scary stuff. And I remember very distinctly when Friday the Thirteenth, the original, played at a, as an eight o'clock scary movie. I we had these double doors to like our TV room or whatever you want to call it, and I remember running out screaming. I was so scared. But it, <laughs> it it's just I love the what these TV movies evoke. They evoke this time, this simpler time before streaming existed. You know, a lot of them were kind of on the lower budget side. They were made on the cheap, maybe kind of campy. There was often like kind of cheesy special effects, you know, because of the low budget. And a lot of them are hard to find today. And there's, there is something very comforting about these TV movies. They're like, again, you kind of have to take it. You have to go into it. Like you're not going to be watching an Oscar, you know, nominated movie. It's just, this is... This is just something that is really fun and easy to watch. Um, you know, and I think part of it is because there were commercial breaks. So they had to, there was a whole production team back in the day that did these movies, this very specific kind of production where you had to lead up to these, lead up and then lead up and out of these commercial breaks because you had to have like a, like a, a cliffhanger, you know, and there was like a music swell. And so these movies are really special. They don't do that these days because they don't have to consider commercial breaks. So I think there was this, this like emotional roller coaster kind of thing. And maybe that's why I like them so much, but it was a whole operation back then. And I here, I just want to mention a few that the, these are a few of my favorites that you can actually stream right now. And again, like I'm saying, a lot of these are not even available. Like I watched one the other night that was like such bad quality and like the aspect ratio. I mean, it was just crunchy and horrible, but I really wanted to watch it. It was like, I think we found, I rented it for like a dollar on Amazon Prime, but it's just terrible quality. So you're gonna come across that, like that you're gonna find these things on YouTube and stuff like that. So Duel from 1971, a lot of you probably know about this movie. This is a Steven Spielberg movie. And yes, he started out making his first movie for TV back then, you know, before he was a big, big movie guy. Um, it was about a big, scary truck. It stars uh, Dennis Weaver. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. It is so good. You never see the driver. So it's really kind of has that scary, like uh, mystery to it. You're like, who is driving this scary monster truck? But it's available to rent on Amazon. <laughs> I highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. It's so good. Um, Trilogy of Terror is awesome. This is one that I didn't know about. My boyfriend, uh, we watched a while ago. It's from 1975. It's an anthology series. It stars Karen Black. For those of you who are Karen Black fans, I sure am. She, it, it's about like a possessed Zuni fetish doll. It's free with Amazon Prime or YouTube. This is so fun. In fact, Sarah, I think you would do it because it's kind of funny. It's not scary, but it's three stories about her. One, she's like a school teacher and she's actually a witch. And it just, it's, it's so amusing. Um, and then Salem's Lot, 1979, this is, the, this is a TV uh, series actually. And it was filmed up here in the adjacent town called Ferndale that I've mentioned. It's hokey, but so great. Uh, so good, this is Stephen King. Um, you can rent it on Apple TV. And then finally, uh, Night Stalker, 1970. This is another fun one. Um, you can watch it for free on YouTube. And I want to know what you guys are watching on this Halloween season. You guys can email us or you can jump into the community board. Jake and I really want to know. And I know Sarah would probably like to know too. So email us at hi at have such a good day.com. I mean, I don't want to say I 
glaze over when we talk about the horror genre, but You're I'm just like intrigued. I mean, I I'm glad that you love it. That's yeah. that's how I feel about it. I yeah. I just and sure, when I was younger, it was the thrill of the scare. Yeah, exactly. Um, and even like even the Friday the Thirteenth movies, you know, they're not really scary. They're just gory. You know, yes. it's like ah, look how they died. You yeah, know? like over and over, like so many people died. Like, I don't like, even like that. You know, like I don't even like gore. I really don't. What I like is the the film score. Like I love the music for horror movies. I love yeah. the tension and the the thrill. But I don't, I actually yeah. turn away, like, I do not like super gory films. I'm more like that, like, traditional horror where it's like there's that, that, yeah, just that scary tone. It's, it's about tone for me. Everything yeah, is about tone and it. atmosphere. When so. I, I, I think I probably told the story. I must have. I mean, hey, we're on episode 120. We probably told <laughs> lots of stories over and over at this point. But when I was in, like, mm, sixth grade, I wasn't, I wasn't super young, but I was still, you know, not a teenager yet. Um, I was at a, uh, slumber party, a bunch of girls and we played the exorcist and I lost my mind and my parents had to come get me in the middle of the night. Yeah. Luckily my friend, my friend didn't live that far away from me. So, but it was like, it was like walkable, but like I wasn't walking home in the dark yeah. I had to like literally like what I don't remember if it was my mom or my dad, but they had to like come down and like, you know, like bring me and like and like and like stay with me for a while, you know, in the room because I, I was so you guys traumatized. That. that is a very scary movie. Oh, I can't it, even I have a hard and time. It, with and that I've one. seen it since because I was like for years I was like, oh, I can't do this shit anymore. I mean, I was yeah. really very anti like if it's supposed to be scary, I don't want it. I don't yeah. care. I don't I remember want when you watched Midsommar and it was a whole thing. You're, and then you watched it again. You scared I've seen the it like, shit out of you. It didn't. But then well, you, it did, it did, no, 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 no. That was not a scary movie to me. You, that was a very yeah. upsetting movie. Yeah, it was I, upsetting. I, I, watched it, <laughs> I watched it more than once because I was like, Maybe I was just like in a very weird headspace. Like, yeah, I was maybe. like, I was like mad that the movie <laughs> you were was mad. made. I just love that and, you watched it again. It's so funny. And I hated it just as much. And <laughs> it was like there were certain details that I, I, I think I was so like, oh, my God, just like trying to take it in the first time that like when I watched it the second time, I was like, oh, it's even worse. I didn't even like, yeah, I didn't even make that connection. It's just it's just like it's like I don't want to see stuff like that. That is not good. That is not good. And I know that, you know, there are so many people that would just argue with me all day about how, like, you know, how, you know, original and artistic and beautiful it was. And it's like, yeah. You're like, I don't care. (laughs) I still just feel like all it does is make people feel horrible. And I don't need that in my life. But we're all different. We're all different. We are indeed, Sarah. We are. You know, actually, when you you say that magic word, I just I get all heated. I'm like, fuck that movie. (laughs) You know, it's funny. A perfect segue because uh, last episode I was talking extensively of my pet goose uh, named Gus. uh, When I was following him around the property, there's just like one Canadian goose that just like fell from the flock, and (laughs) it riled everybody up in Discord. It's so cute. Like people were like. Heather, Canadian geese are your favorite bird? Oh, I hate them. They're the worst birds. And like, it's just like everybody is like, ah, and I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like the Canadian geese here, at least with my experience, they've been really cute and they have like a really mild honk. And I find them to be very amusing that they honk 
Um, and I know some geese can be very aggressive. I actually, mm. my cousin, when I was a kid, got chased down by like one of those white um, geese and it was like biting him. Like it was really scary. And I was there that day and he like was screaming and it was super oh, traumatic, but yeah. I never, I don't, I don't know. Like maybe, maybe I'm, maybe it was just a very special little goose that, that came by, but it's really funny how this, this is what happens in discord. So seriously, you guys consider joining. It's only $5 a month. Um, and up if you join on Patreon and we've got a great crew in there and we talk about all the things. So what are you waiting for? Yeah. And, and you know, the $5 a month, you don't have to give us $5 a month. Um, that, that is the, the discord level. But if you're not a patron yet, uh, just a quick reminder that, uh, this is all a homegrown, um, little operation that we have going here and uh, directly supporting us is the best way to make sure that the show continues. Patreon.com slash have such a good day to find out more about directly supporting the show. Yeah. We also got a, we got a real nice email from Colin. Colin um, hails from Ireland. Hello, Colin. We're probably related. Colin says, I'm an audio <laughs> guy for independent films and I love everything audio. I'm 42. I still feel 22, but that's a different story. Found your podcast recently, and I've listened to it every day to catch up, and sometimes I fall asleep to it. And then he says, I'm tired at that point. I don't mean I'm listening to it in the middle of the day and falling asleep while driving. I found your podcast when I was thinking, I wonder what Sarah's up to. Um, and he apparently was an iPad Today fan back in the day when I hosted that show and, and worked at Twit. So, Thanks, Colin. It's so nice to hear that you found us. I don't know exactly how you found us, but uh, I know but you know. I want to know so, how people we're super find glad, us. Yeah, we're super glad to know. See, we don't really, we don't know. I mean, I don't know. So so many. There's so many podcasts now that it's it's harder and harder to get recognized. It is. Um, but you know, we're not as far as we're concerned really featured anywhere i mean that's like damn near impossible to do on itunes at this point unless you got kind of get a favor um yeah. called in type thing uh but we we would love to know yeah if you just found the show and said oh i'll give it a try and and liked it that that would yeah. that's that's so cool it's and, super helpful because yeah. i because there are a lot of people in europe and you know around the world and it's like yeah how did you how did you come across our, our podcast did someone tell you about it um, and I think, again, like I've mentioned, uh, you know, when you kind of rate and review on iTunes, it does help kind of push the show out into the atmosphere and, yeah. you know, and it, it, it uh, alerts other people that the show exists. So thank Indeed. you in advance for that. And we so appreciate you listening and supporting us. Seriously, you guys, we're doing this for you. And obviously, you know, you know, like Sarah was saying, it's, there's so many podcasts now and, you know, it's, it's hard to really get up into the front and you know we try to do a little bit of mar a little homegrown uh you know marketing but um you know there's only so much we can do we, we got to put the show on every week and that's what we really try to focus on exactly i i've always been sort of bad at self-promotion um i'm great at putting out shows <laughs> i can talk yeah. all day y'all know <laughs> that but uh but yeah it's um it's your support means everything to us that sh short version of what Heather and I are both saying. And, you know, we really appreciate it. And, and we'll be back next week to do it all again. And you yeah, know what it's going to be, Heather? 
What? It's going to be Your episode 120. Week. No, it's going to be episode 121. <laughs> Calendrum episode. Yes, but also your birthday bit- week. Shout I know. Out. I always no hesitate. Cares. I know. It's so funny, Sarah, because I'm like, I hesitate to like wish you an early happy birthday because I'm that person that's like, happy birthday week or happy birthday month, but I don't want to piss you off. <laughs> You're not pissing me off. I'm just like, it's not a birthday week. It's one day. It's one day. My friend Melissa uh, just had a birthday. I have a lot of October friends, birthday friends. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And my friend Melissa just had it literally like 10 days before her birthday, like outings and parties. And she is someone who really does it up on her birthday. It's a whole thing. And, and I love it. I, I love that for others. Yeah. That, that's all. It's just, <laughs> we can't all have long 10 day birthday This is true, Sarah. This is true. I'm like, I'm busy, people. <laughs> Don't Jeez. bother me with birthday wishes. Bah humbug. <laughs> I mean, it just, just, it's fine. It's like most of them will be on Facebook. I'll be like, compelled to then write a Facebook post being like, thanks sure. everybody for their birthday wishes. Cause I want to be nice. Yeah. And then we do it again next year. That's <laughs> fine. I love it. I love the, your curmudgeonness <laughs> about your birthday. It's great. But on that note, uh, it's good to see note. you lanes. It's good to see you too. And I hope you have a real nice road trip. And, thanks. um, we, um, we just, just because of you know, scheduling stuff, uh, Heather and I, we, we think we have it covered. Um, if for any reason, we have to take a week off, and we, and we hope we won't. We don't think we will, but we'll let you know ASAP. Um, but but you'll you'll hear our uh, smiley shining faces, whatever that means. Voices, next, at least. next voices. Yeah, yeah, you will. You'll hear our Shiny faces. Voices. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be, well, our faces will just be in your ears talking <laughs> to you uh, next week. And until then, hope you have such a great day and week and life. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.